TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Driven to the gap in the left center. It stays in the ballpark. A high carom off the wall. And that's going to empty the bases. A three-run double for C.J. Crone. And it's seven to nothing. That the call on Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes on Score North on nice. 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. I'm going to see how long I can extend out that, that intro. So it's the first put pl- Score North first place twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Let's see. Love it. Let's see what else we can add on to that. I'm Rami Makloff along with Derek Wetmore, our twins reporter. Find his thoughts on the twins at scorenorth.com. Manny Hill, other side of the glass. If you want to get in on the first place fund, 651-646-8255 or tweet us at SKORNorth. And in case you didn't get the message last week, this is your home for Twins Talk. Monday through Friday at noon, every day, Monday through Friday at noon, Twins Talk, Purple Daily, now 2 to 4 with Matthew Collar. I'll be back for that later this afternoon. Judd Zolgad jumps in for hour two of Twins Talk today. Am I right about that? Did I read the schedule right? Judd is here Judd today. Judd is here the bus for driver. the one o'clock hour. He's driving the, uh, the Bomba bus. No, I'm driving the bus. Sorry, Rami, you've been replaced. What do you mean I've been replaced? He is now the driver of the Bomba no, bus. We he, can explain. No, you see, and this is a perfect place to start. This is a perfect place to start because he thought he needed to take the wheel of the Bomba bus because after after an ugly loss on Thursday, like a lot of people did, I was getting the tweets. You tweeted that your brother asked me to to, to fix the brakes on the Bumba bus after I cut the brakes almost a month ago on this Twins team and on this twin season. He thought that it it was getting a little out of control, that the roads were getting a little too rough for for the Bumba bus. So he needed to take the wheel. But I think I, I think. We've proven that everything is fine with me at the wheel. Judd doesn't need to, doesn't need to, doesn't need to wrestle the steering wheel away from me. Everything is fine because these Minnesota Twins are a very good baseball team, as they showed you over the weekend, taking the next three after that ugly loss on Thursday. If I got to pick my bus driver, I would want to know the com- conditions immediately ahead. <laughs> Rami, I think you are the perfect bus driver. Thank you. If. I'm not it, giving up the wheel. I'm telling you right now. I'm not giving up the wheel to this bus. If it's like, you know, it's a bit of a hairy section, but, you know, you just you got a good team. You've got to weather the storm. Keep driving. Pedal to the metal. Right? That's mm-hmm. Rami Makloff's mm-hmm. territory. Judd territory is when there's some terrain or some weather <laughs> or some hairpin turns coming up ahead, and he's looking far out enough in front to be worried and anxious and wanting to head it off at the pass, preemptively strike, fix your team for those rough waters. That's when I want Judd Zolgad behind the wheel driving the Bomba bus. He's too trepidatious to drive the Bomba bus. You know, that's the worst thing. Have you ever been in a car with somebody who doesn't really feel comfortable driving. You can feel the tension coming from the driver's seat. They're just gripping the steering wheel, white-knuckled, regardless of what's going on. They're slamming on the brakes just because they see brake lights in front of them, like 100 feet away. That's what Judd is. You don't want that guy driving. A, you're going to get motion sick, and B, you're never going to get anywhere. Enough with the hesitation. Enough with the timid driving. We have cut the brakes. I got the wheel. The only question is... 
when do I put the brick on the pedal and jump in the back and enjoy the party when we don't need a driver anymore? We can stop speaking in metaphor in a second, but I'll just right. counter your question with asking a question. You ever done a narrow, steep, zigzag mountain pass with somebody who doesn't have a mind for the break? Yeah, that's when I want that trepidatious driver in the front seat of the Bumba bus. What this all boils down to is the Twins are a great baseball team. What are they? Are they 40 and 40 and 18? 40 and 18. Yeah, 40 and 18. What? Yes. And they had a bad outing, I think it was on Thursday, against a very good baseball team, the Tampa Rays, as we came to learn over the week. That's a very good baseball team that's not even at full strength right now. Here's the other thing. By the way, the Twins' magic number is 93. Thank you. 93 is the magic number. The Twins are also a very good baseball team. They have a huge head start in this race that they're now running with the Cleveland Indians. They'll get to take a few more steps of that this week, middle of the week, in Cleveland. But they are proving to be one of, if not the, class of the American League. So in that sense, Rami, your sort of just unbridled optimism is perfect for this team. It's 100% perfect to be driving the Bomba bus, throw a cinder block down on that thing, and hop in the back and get drunk on Twins Kool-Aid and party with the rest of us. That's when they make a, a Craig Kimbrell-like addition. That's when I drop the brick on the pedal and hop in the back with the rest of you. Is that today? Uh, we shall see. Glenn Perkins said he expected it to happen on Monday. Whatever it was, not that the Twins would sign on Monday, but whatever the news was with Craig Kimbrell and Dallas Keuchel, that it would happen today. Things would happen. I saw a report last night that the Yankees were close to signing Keuchel. I don't know how legit that was or whether or not it, it's gone anywhere. I haven't see seen that. anything about it He's since. He's going to have to shave that beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he yeah. is. Do you see the Scott Boris via John Morosi quote? Mm, no, I don't think so. So, Scott Boris, you got to love him, but... Dallas Keuchel is his client. And someone asked him, you know, this is going to move pretty quickly, right? I mean, you've had a long time to figure out the suitors, whatever. And Boris said, I'm paraphrasing, but the quote that I saw on Twitter from John Morosi was, but the wine first must decant. And I thought, okay, I look up decant. And secondly, I yeah, thought... I don't know what that means. I'm not a wine drinker. She's like, so. all right, it's... it's you got to open it and let it let breathe it a little out, bit. Let it breathe? Now, so... Interpretation, Dallas Keuchel's probably not signing today. Let the market shake out a little bit. Now that draft pick compensation is gone, a bidding war should ensue, right? Well, love Scott Boris for all he's done for the game and for the players. He's an obvious Hall of Famer in my book. Completely changed the game of baseball. That is such an annoying quote. That is so annoying to get to this point where several fan bases are now like pining and their front offices are keeping these players from them to then tease them with a little, you know, kind of snobby wine quote, like well, right out of the game. What do you expect from Scott I Boris? know, like, and I should have known better, but I was a little thrown off by that. And I think there's a handful of teams that could use Keuchel, handful of teams, maybe more than that, that could use Kimbrel. And yeah, I guess I thought we'd have Kimbrel news by now. Not necessarily Kimbrel to the Twins news, but I thought we would know where Craig Kimbrell would be pitching his next games in a professional uniform. And as of the start of this show here at noon on Monday on Score North in Bombasota, we don't know. We that. do not know. That's but back to the Twins, to I mean, I'm not surprised at all, but I continue to be impressed by the resiliency of this team. I think a lot of people, and again, negative people 
are usually the the vocal minority. I think when you have a baseball team like the Minnesota Twins doing what they're doing in 2019, but there is certainly a camp of Twins fans who, when you see a loss like they suffered on Thursday, you go, oh, here it is. This is at the very least a rough stretch, or maybe if you're really, really negative, you go, this is the other shoe dropping. This is the beginning of the end. It happened in Tampa <laughs> Bay right, last right. year. I heard, I heard, I don't know how many people I heard say, this is where the wheels fell off last year. It was in Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, it was also two months earlier, though. I, I don't know how many of these types of series and these types of bounce backs it's going to take for Twins fans to just go, no, this is a really good baseball team and a loss like they suffered on Thursday. It's not really anything to be worried about. They don't worry about it. They clearly don't worry right. about it. 97% of Twins fans are there. That's my sense. You think so? That's, I, just trying to read the room a little bit, listening to people on you know, my Facebook page, uh, the, the reasonable Twitter people that I go back to and trust. Everywhere that you try to gauge it, there are the people who think um, Matt McGill's not good enough to close out in ALCS. Okay. okay. We can have that debate. That's a fun thing to talk about, especially I with I mean, I'm probably one of those Craig people. Kimbrell sitting out there. Yeah, but the Twins take this series in Tampa, and you don't text me saying, is Matt McGill good enough to close out game six of the ALCS? That, that's not where your mentality is. You wouldn't be no. partying in the back of the bus drinking Twins Kool-Aid if that was your mentality. So I do think the overwhelming majority of Twins fans do feel really, really confident about this team, and with good reason. Yeah, it's absolutely. a very good baseball team. <laughs> I mean, that's a rate. That's a very good Rays baseball team yeah. that they just came out and beat up for three straight games after the, the the Rays handed them a beating of their own on Thursday. So I go back and forth on this a little bit, and I want to get your thoughts on it, Manny, too, because I think I've heard this word resiliency a lot this year. They, we've seen their record after losses. It's incredible. We've seen their just their overall record is incredible. And I go back and forth in my head. Does it Does that really illustrate resiliency? Not that I'm trying to take that trait away from them, but it almost, in my mind, undersells how good they actually are. It's like, it's not being resilient if you beat up a team you're supposed to beat up on, and right now, pretty much every team that you've played this year, you're supposed to have beaten them. That's how good you are. Mm-hmm. Even the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's like, we're talking in a little bit of circles here because this is just a great, great baseball team that goes out and does what great baseball teams do. On the rare day they have an off night, come back, win two in a row, win three in a row, go on a streak where you win seven out of ten, eight out of ten, 13 out of 16 maybe, like the Twins just got done in a recent stretch. That's what great baseball teams do, and that's just what I see when I look at this club on paper right now. Yeah, I think having more talent obviously leads to better success and more success, and and you're more able to bounce back from, from tough games like you saw on Thursday or from a tough inning because we've seen a tendency from them to score right after the other team score. Like, they answer when other teams score. And I think, yes, being more talented obviously makes it easier to do that and makes you more more prone and able to do that. Sure. But I also think that that eliminates, if you make, if you just think about it that simply, you eliminate a lot of the human element that, that plays a major factor in sports. And I think especially baseball more than anything. I've heard Glenn Perkins and Roy Smalley talk about the fact that when you're on, on a team and in a clubhouse where things continually go wrong, you sort of start to get that feeling at the first sign of things going wrong of here we go again. 
and your shoulders slump and we can sit at home all we want and get upset when we maybe don't see the effort that we expect from a player 100% of the time or when a guy says they turn it up a level for the playoffs and you hear sports fans go, well, how come you don't play at that level all the time? Because there's there's a human element to this. And, and when things go bad, I think that not just in baseball, not just in sports, but across the board when we talk about productivity in the workplace, when things are constantly going bad at the workplace, it's demoralizing and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and production and efficiency tend to go down. So it, they, they feed off each other. They feed off themselves essentially that when you have talent, you then are more able to succeed and able to bounce back from adverse situations. But Doing that a few times also fosters the the belief that you can, sure. and that's a very powerful thing. And the opposite can be said for failing over and over again. That fosters the belief that you will fail, and that will feed un, unto itself. I say this in a very positive way. It's I don't yep. think that this club is not resilient. That's not where I'm going with this. It's that I think calling them resilient makes it sound like it's just some, you know, Pull They're your, just gritty. Yeah, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. When they no, score, you score talented. back. <laughs> <laughs> but in this you can't case, see this. It's it's radio or, or a podcast. But he grabbed his jock as he did as he made that spitting noise. <laughs> so not true. <laughs> but my point is just that like they score a lot of runs when the other team scores. Cool. It's because they score a lot of runs. Right. That's what I look at. This if if the Golden State Warriors scored a lot of points after the opponent scored, it's like, oh, the, here here are the stats on Golden State's possessions. When the other team scores, here's their points per one hundred. It's like, yeah, obviously it's very good. It's a great team. They're resilient. I'm not saying they're not, but they just score at an incredibly high efficiency. And that's the Twins, too. The Twins are legitimately, we're two months into the season, we can say this, the Twins are one of the best offenses in baseball. Yes. That does not look to be changing anytime soon. In fact, they just got two feared sluggers back. We can talk about that today. Mitch Garver and Nelson Cruz going to be big additions to this offense that was already clicking without them. This is one of the best offenses in baseball, and they're going to score a lot, whether the opponents score or not. So it's just kind of like... We we spend a lot of time praising them for their like their pluckiness and their resilience. I just don't think this is a plucky bunch. I think it's a very good bunch. No, yeah, absolutely. The question to are plucky almost sounds pejorative. Do you know what I mean? Like, are they resilient because they're talented, or are they talented because they're resilient? And the answer is yes. Right, right. Yeah, we don't have to choose. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not an either or situation. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. Golden State's going to score a lot of points, whether the other guys do or not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Golden State, it's a very powerful thing that Steph Curry, when he throws that ball up in the air, he's very confident it's coming down through that circular hoop with the net attached. Like, that's that's a powerful thing, man. Don't downplay that. You like know what I mean? Mitch Garver swinging a bat. He's pretty sure it's going second or third deck. Exactly. He's reasonably confident, and for good reason. Right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The Warriors showed great resiliency by winning game two of the finals last night. Just a gritty bunch, man. Just scrappers. Just gritty. That's Steph Curry, man. He's Boy, so gritty. Pound for pound, that team's you gotta like that team's chances. I mean, coming into this series, I did not give Steph Curry much of a chance against Fred Van Fleet. Okay. But resiliency, grit, toughness. And he overcame. That's, that's all Tom that's, Thibodeau speak uh, there, man. <laughs> all Tom Thibodeau speak good. there. Gotta good. have toughness. 
There's a lot of toughness to our team. Hey, I was wondering if we were going to have the Tibbs sounder. Oh, I'm glad you it. had that queued up on the button board. <laughs> right there. Pretty good job. I love it. All right. We'll hit a quick break. We'll get back to the Twins after this. No more no more NBA Finals talk or Thibodeau impression. Maybe, oh, a, maybe a Thibodeau impression. That's perfectly fine. I we got a recovering Bulls fan, a recovering Wolves fan in the room. It's okay. <laughs> it's quite all right. My point is this, boys. Judd compared this club to the Golden State Warriors, and I said maybe like maybe like the Houston Rockets, the analytics darlings of being a great team. But I don't know, man. Judd might have been first to the punch on that one, and that's why he's the Bomba bus driver. This club I can't believe continues you're taking to the wheel look from me. I can't believe you guys are trying to wrestle the wheel away from Give me. Give me the keys, Rami. You're drunk on Twins Kool Aid. This is quite the scene on the Bomba bus. I'm just hanging onto the wheel for dear life, and Derek and Judd each have me by a leg, trying to pull me off of it. Very childish. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we have cruise control on this thing, man. They don't need us. They don't need your feet on the pedals. This thing's cruising down the highway full speed. Yeah, that's the funny thing is we have a professional driver. The wheel I'm holding on to, it's, just, it's not even a real wheel. It's just, it's just a mock wheel, to make, me, wheel. to make me feel like I'm powerful and in control. They're there, Rami. You're a good bus driver. <laughs> All right, we'll hit a quick break. On the other side, uh, something eventful happened this weekend for Mr. Derek Wetmore. You checked the standings, man. Did you see? It's a big day. In did the you see? Did, did you see how good the the Twins are doing right now? I can only say I was floored by what I saw. Ooh, so we'll get uh, Derek's first thoughts on the standings after he checked them for the first time on June first. Right after this, it's the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of ten thousand rakes on Score North on fifteen hundred and the Score North mobile app. We have to have a toughness, 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 toughness. You need toughness, toughness. Bring a lot of toughness. Very tough. Toughness, toughness. Mentally tough. We got to play tough, tough. Every loss is tough. Football fans, it's Mackie here for Federated Insurance. You might not know this about me, but I've been a business owner a couple different times in my life. I can relate to the roller coaster ride, the never-ending sea of problems to solve, the exhilaration of those incremental wins. If you're a business owner, I recommend getting to know Federated, which has over a century of experience in protecting businesses and making them as successful as they can be. You want a company like Federated standing behind your business. Visit FederatedInsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's our business to protect yours. I've become a fan of baseball and everything you need to know about how baseball works. And it might get a little crazy, but let's get straight to it. Whoever scores the most runs wins. It's the Score North Twin Show. Twins Twins coverage on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. And now, it's time for Derek Wetmore to check the standings. This is a big deal on the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes on Score North on 1500 and the Score North mobile app. One of three easy ways for you to listen to us here on Score North. If not on 1500, you can type live.scorenorth.com into your web browser. If you have an Amazon Alexa device, just say Alexa Open Score North or make it easy on yourself. Help us out. Go get that Score North mobile app available in the Apple and Google Play stores. You can listen live on and on demand via the Score North app. And the longer you listen live, the more points you rack up for potential rewards. The Score North mobile app is also a one-stop shop for all written content on scorenorth.com, including written content from one Derek Wetmore. Are you shaking the paper into your microphone to show? Oh, five thoughts today. 
It's going to be on uh, scorenorth.com. And the Score North mobile app. Are you shaking the paper to show that you're <laughs> actually right now literally checking the standings? This is a this is fresh. This is Star Tribune Sports. It's section. hot off the presses. I don't, it's actually cooled down. Quite okay. A bit. All right. Oh, but, but it is Monday, June 3rd. I do see some uh, some Ludes headlines on here. There's a Twins headline at the top. Bracey's got a column. For those who don't know, Derek doesn't check the standings until uh, June 1st. June 1st is the day that you are allowed to check the standings. I know wait? others do. Hold on. Did you wait until just now so we could get your actual genuine... I have to be honest with visceral you. Visceral reaction to you looking I at the standings for the first time on the air right now. Heard some rumors over the weekend of where the Twins stood Did in you? the MLB standings. And I got to say, it does take the fun out of it a little bit. Uh huh. Spoils it because I know looking down at this, what to expect. I know it's going really well for it's, the Twins. It's going, it's going good. But like the Indians are a good team too. I've only seen a handful of their games. That's. They got to be doing pretty good, don't they? They were. I projected them to win the American League Central. I was certainly not alone in that belief. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be spoiler guy. I hate to be spoiler guy. Okay, it's in here somewhere. They got. Oh look, they got a thing on the Warriors guys. Their DNA showed up yesterday. That's a good. The Warriors team. DNA. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. Were they involved in a, a crime? Good. Uh, why? Why did their? Why are we talking about their DNA? Okay, let's go. There's got to be a baseball page here. Get through the. Was it under the stove? It's always under the stove when they find the DNA in those crime shows you watch. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sometimes they're slow to hit, Rami, but they're always good. There's always a payoff. You ever like just string the crowd along and just wait like, I, hey, I, I know you're not going to yes. laugh at this right away, but yes. I'm going to appreciate those A couple those of my favorite seconds. jokes in my stand-up routine are mostly for me. It's like three <laughs> minutes just for me where I string you along and then just slap you in the face with a stupid punchline. Sounds like dinner every night with me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Anyways. So the standings. So Derek was checking the standings. I do see a number of, a lot of stats. Obviously, uh-huh. Twins, uh, Jake Rizzi's your American mm-hmm. League ERA leader. Jorge Polanco's your leading hitter if you we'll follow batting average. We'll get back to that average. in a second. Jake Odorizzi leading. National League, your Brewers and Cubs doing mm-hmm. battle. Yeah, yeah. It's a tight race there. Here we go. AL Central. That's what you're looking for. AL Central. Take a look. Twins, 40 and 18, as Manny uh, spoiled. <clears throat> In the first segment. That's a pretty good winning percentage. Damn it, Manny. Winning 69% of their games. After that, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's listed at 29 and 30. Yeah, that's the White be Sox. A misprint. No, no, that's real. That's the, the White Sox are actually. But where's Cleveland? Um, keep going, Derek. Oh, my gosh, you guys. <laughs> what, what, whatever have you found? The, Cleveland Indians. Yes, Inspector Wet. Projected before the season by yours truly and many others around baseball to win the American League Central. Mm-hmm. Kind of running away, some people said, depending on how things went for the Twins. They're tied with the Chicago White Sox. 29 and 30, one game below 511 and a half back. Yeah, that's real. That's <laughs> first not, place that's Minnesota not a, Twins. That's not a misprint, Derek. That's real. Is that why we've been calling this the Score North First Place Twin Show for the past few weeks? <laughs> yes. yes. I think so. It's, That's it right there. It's unbelievable. So it's, I, I told you that someone had told me that the Twins were up in the Central and that it wasn't close this weekend. So June 1st is the first day that you're allowed to check the baseball standings. But you standings. waited until just now. I waited to crack a paper till just now, yes. But if I'm being honest, I knew I had an inkling for how... what. What I was going to find when I cracked that paper. You had heard, like the, crushed dead you trees. had heard the twins were good. 
That was the rumor floating around. I, I, I did get a text from a buddy this weekend that said, I've got a theory that I want to run by you. The Twins are good at baseball. And I confirmed. Confirmed because it's just, it's shocking to me. Well, first of all, that there are so many people breaking the tried and true rule of not checking the standings before June 1st. It's okay. I'm willing to look the other way, especially when you're just this excited about your club. I, I, I get it. Rami, you're new. You're trying to soak it all up, learn the twins on the mm-hmm. fly. So you can talk about the first place twins every day on the radio. Yeah. I get why you would check the standings. It makes all kinds of sense. But I'm shocked that I'm the only one out here on this island observing that time-tested rule of checking the standings on June 1st. And it reminds us how shocking this has been. We're kind of numb to it, guys, I would say. Like, we we talk about the twins every single day. Manny's got the bombtage going. You know, they're just, it's the score on the first place twin show. Home of the Bomba Soda Twins. Judd Zolgad is your appointed Bomba bus driver. Yeah, that's disputed. Not and appointed. By, disputed. W- by one man, the guy who used to drive the bus and then got drunk on Twins Kool-Aid, we had to take the keys from him. My point is that I know we're numb to it and we're used to it. And it's been a fun two months of baseball. You've got a long stretch of season here left to go where the Twins are in the absolute driver's seat in this division. And I don't think we should lose sight of just how shocking that is given where you started spring training. Yeah, even as somebody who was was optimistic about this Twins team coming into the season. Yeah, man. I picked them to win the division. And I think at the time, a, a lot of people thought, New guy in town, just trying to make some fans, just trying to tell us what we want to hear. I remember somebody accusing you of that very I don't thing. Know, I don't know who that was. No, but won't let up. I, I thought that they would win this division. I didn't think that they'd run away with it. The Indians, I, I tried to tell people that I, I didn't see what they saw in that team, especially when you looked at the lineup. The starting pitching was great, but their bullpen leaves a lot to be desired. Their, their day-in, day-out lineup of position players leaves a lot to be desired. I saw that when the season started, but the Twins have played even above the expectations that I have, and the Indians have played even below the expectations that I had, which were lower than most people. This has, I don't I don't think there's anybody who's not surprised by the way this thing has started yet, but saying you're surprised doesn't, I don't mean to say that we don't think that anything we've seen to this point is not real. But 11 and a half games is staggering, staggering on June. What is June 3rd as we sit here in the studio today? Had you told me that Kimbrell and, uh, I'm sorry, not Kimbrell, that um, Bauer and... um, and, uh, Oh, when uh, Clevenger and Kluber. Clevenger and Kluber, I'm sorry. Drew a complete blank. Huge brain fart there, but if you told you've me you've got Kimbrel on the brain, if, and nobody can blame if you, you for that. If you told me that those two would go down with long-term injuries, I might say that the Twins would be starting to run away with this division. But they have they started to run away with it a month ago. They've, yeah, they've, oh, it's over. They've pretty the, comfortably run. The race away with has it been now, won, pretty much. I'm writing this as the column's not published yet, but for five thoughts today, it's like if you're an Indians fan right now, what are you clinging to? Right. We've, we've all been in this spot, right? We've been in this spot as as a sports fan. What are you clinging to? The head-to-head matchups. We got a good team. We get to play them a lot once a month for the rest of the season. Some of those are four gamers. Do damage. That's right. that's where we take aim. And I would say that the one fly in the ointment for the optimistic Indians fans at this point is, yeah, but the Twins are a better team. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you got to do damage against them, but it's not Goliath beating up on little David. It's... You, as the inferior team with 
the Twins spotted an 11.5 game head start in the standings now have to go try and chip away at that. And those head-to-head matchups, sorry, not going to favor you on most nights. No. We get to like, you like debate the pitching matchups and whatever, but like the point is that full stop, the Twins are a better team right now. And the matchup certainly doesn't favor you when Jake Odorizzi is on the mound because he is, as you breezed past while you were looking for right. the standings there, the AL leader in ERA right now. In fact, I make a motion on this show and I only need a second and mm-hmm. I think I'll get that before Manny uh, even chimes in here. But Manny, if you'd give me a second before Rami tries to take the keys back of the Bomba bus... Every time we refer to Jake Odorizzi now, it must be as A-L-E-R-A leader, Jake Odorizzi. <laughs> Can I get a second? I'm good with that. I'm good with that, yeah. Right, totally okay, good with that. That works for me. So, and at least until it changes. Because here we are, June 3rd, the the Monday after official MLB Check the Standings Day. Not a widely observed holiday, but it will be. It mm-hmm. will be. And he has a sub-two ERA in the starting rotation, and that's including a disastrous outing on the East Coast where he didn't make it out of the first inning. What? Yeah, that's crazy. He has been some kind of special, and it's almost to the point, honestly, where you got to start talking about him as the ace of the staff. I know Barrios got the stuff. I know Barrios has the sort of like the moxie and the leadership and the you want that guy to be at the front of your rotation. But honestly, if you're lining it up right now, who's starting game one? It's ALERA leader Jake Odorizzi. Ooh, over Barrios? Absolutely. Really? You look at the way the last month has played out for both of those guys. Now, I'm not saying the season finishes that way. I'm saying give the guy his due. He's been sensational for the Twins. Just an absolutely amazing story. Kind of out of nowhere. It's not that people didn't think Jake Odorizzi could be a decent pitcher, but I think you would have said, yeah, 4 ERA, you'd take that in his final year, and then he'll go to free agency, get paid somewhere else. 1.96 ERA, boys. Yeah, that's crazy. We're more than a third of the way through this season. That's insane. And it's not just against the Pawtucket Sox, the Paw Sox. He's facing the Houston Astros. Over the weekend, he shuts down the Tampa Rays with nothing but fastballs. He's been amazing, a huge reason why the Twins are here. And, yeah, I think it's fair to call him uh, ERA leader, Jake Odorizzi. Speaking of that rotation, could there be an addition to that rotation within mere hours or days at the most? You would think that Keichel or Kimbrell would be signed. This is the latest from MLBTradeRumors.com. Keichel and Kimbrell now aim to be hot commodities for a wide range of teams looking for rotation or bullpen help. The Braves, Brewers, and Rays have each had interest in both pitchers with Atlanta, St. Louis, and the Yankees considered favorites for Keichel as per John Heyman, and such teams as the Mets, Diamondbacks, and Twins have also been mentioned as possible candidates to sign Keichel. For Kimbrell, the Phillies and Cubs are known to have shown a level of interest in the closer. A signing could come relatively quickly, or Keichel and Kimbrell may still be may still take a bit more time to properly sort through the offers coming their way now. Yeah. I mean, you would think these deals, these offers would be sorted through by now, wouldn't you? Well, we all knew what teams were. Those guys for. were really busy in the last uh, two and a half months. They're agents. I'm sure they didn't. Uh, maybe they didn't know that today was the draft and this was the day that draft pick compensation <laughs> went away. I don't get it. I thought that for sure Kimbrell would be done today. Keichel, I guess, I don't know. You were going to wait to see a market develop there. Somebody lost a starter. I, the number of teams that you just listed would make sense, of course. 
that list, I would say, goes longer for Craig Kimbrell, assuming sure. your club's actually trying to win and assuming you think he's still a good reliever. If those two things are taken as given, then it makes sense that that list is double that. Nationally, you have seen the Twins linked with both of them. Yeah, Judd Zolgad reported last week that the Twins could be on one of them, but not necessarily both. But I... I like what? What's going to change? What? What changes at this point? Exactly. You. I would you want another would closer to get hurt. Or? I thought this would be sorted out by now. I thought we'd be sitting here today talking about the Twins or somebody else signing Craig Kimbrell and Dallas Keuchel. Right. I really did. And now and then we wouldn't have had any time for my check the standings bit. No. <laughs> we also wouldn't have had time for what we're going to do next, which is a new feature on the Score North First Place Twins show. Oh no. That I think could become a regular feature. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I Just think this, flat out. I don't like it. I think this. Maybe, I don't like the tone of your voice and that smirk on your face, Rami. I think this could maybe be something we do every day here on the Score North First Place Twins Show. It's uh, Rami was right. Next on Score North on fifteen hundred, the Score North mobile app. Right after this. Score North Twin Show. Have you guys ever wondered what it's like to be a twin? On Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Jake, Jake was great again, and um, he he made good pitches. And and truthfully, the you know the opposition, they they battled him and had good at bats, and he just continued to do his job and execute and do everything that he set out there to do. Um, against against good teams, it's never easy, but he went out there and, and truly did his job. And not only that, he even got deep. You know, he got pretty deep in the game um, and covered an extra inning or two for us. That was Rocco Baldelli talking about yesterday's starter, Jake Odorizzi. This is the Score North first place twins show. Live from the land of 10,000 ranks, Bomba Soda. ERA leader, Jake Odorizzi, ERA to you. Leader, Jake Odorizzi, I'm sorry. Rami My apologies. Mac-Loss. My apologies. Okay. I think I've Just earned trying it. trying to train though. you. I think I've earned it. As? Well, I've been right about a, a few things. About this Minnesota Twins team. Here we go. So far oh, this season. Man. And it's time for my favorite, what I think could and easy, should and easily could be a regular segment here yeah, okay. on the Score right. North I'm First Place Twins show. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rings. Let's hear it. Rami was right. Today's daily segment. Rami was right. Tell him what I was right about, Derek Wetmore. This time. Do I have to? I this mean, feels like rubbing a dog's nose in it. Because <laughs> I think I'm on, I, I know Manny's got the sound. I'm, I feel like my voice is going to be prominently displayed on this highlight clip. Oh, we have sound? Oh, for sure. We, we, have, sound. we do have evidence. We've got super producer Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. Did I sound convincingly surprised there? We have sound on oh. this? <laughs> you got me, yes. Really? Actually, you got me. Oh, my. Dang. Well, why don't we listen to it, Manny? I almost came in and interrupted Purple Daily and said, Rami, we got a bone to pick. Okay. You said that uh, this Mitch Garver lost. The Twins are going to be without him for a while. Yes. I mean, we should say, I think you said in the open, Mitch Garver is going to miss time with a high ankle sprain. And Miguel Sano's back with the Twins. I saw him, saw pictures of him in the dugout. So he's there. Mm-hmm. You said that Mitch Garver. I'll read you exactly what I will said. Will not be missed or something exactly like that. Won't be that tough to replace. I don't think they're going to miss Garver as much as it may seem, mm-hmm. is what I said in the email. 
ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Mitch Garver has been outstanding for the I, Twins. Yes, he He's has. a huge reason yes, they're where they are. Yes, he has. I think it's a big loss for Minnesota. Say, I, I can't believe yeah. you think it's otherwise. A, it's a significant loss. I'm not saying it's not. I'm okay. just saying, and and they will miss him. I just don't think they'll miss him as much as it may seem as we sit here today in the immediate aftermath of the injury. And here's why I say that. Two reasons. One, let's be real. Mitch Garver is not Barry Bonds in catcher's gear. He's. I know the numbers look like it. Didn't you include, did, you had the on-pace numbers in one of the emails again today. Why don't you go ahead and read those before you try to back up your point that he's not Barry Bonds in catcher's gear. This guy is Buster Posey with power. His, it's uh, ridiculous. His, he was on pace for 59 home runs. This is this is per 600 this is per plate 600 appearances. Per 600 plate yes. appearances. 59 home runs, 125 RBI, 72 walks, and 171 hits. And it hasn't even heated up yet outside. Right. <laughs> this is this is prime Buster Posey plus power. He wasn't going to keep that up. We've talked about how deep and versatile this team is compared to Twins teams of the past. And I think now you're going to see, and again, I think there will be a drop-off. You will miss him. But I think now you're going to see one of the benefits of having that depth and versatility because one of the guys who gives you that depth and versatility happens to be Williams, La Tortuga, Astadio, who can play catcher. And your other catcher has been hitting the ball pretty well this season already, too. You And Mitch Garver wasn't playing full-time. He was almost splitting the, the time at catcher, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Throughout yeah. the season, oh yeah. The- so you're going from you're going from one platoon to another at catcher, and yes, there will be a drop off. Yes, they will miss him. I'm just saying that they're equipped to handle this loss better than a lot of teams would be. And Mitch Garver was going to regress, so there was going to be some drop off offensively from that position, anyways. And I added to that point later that it's also beyond the catcher's position; just a very deep offensive team. In general, generally speaking, and so they are able to score runs even without Barry Bonds in catcher's gear was my my overall point of why I said they wouldn't miss Mitch Garver as much as it may have seemed at the moment. And now, Derek Wetmore, this is the part where you tell everybody what the name of this segment is. Do you want the numbers? <laughs> Please. Do you want yes. the numbers? I, I, I feel like Please there's give me the numbers. only so much punishment a man can take, uh-huh. but... Yeah, I'd better at least take it all at once. So mm-hmm. just rip the Band-Aid off. Let's go cleanse the palate. Rami was right. There we go. Did a little digging on the 16 games that Mitch Garver missed as Twins catcher. 13-3 and three was the record. He scored. They scored 132 runs in those games, boys. That's an average of 7.33 per contest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pretty good, I guess. That's really good. That much. It's That's even really worse. Good. It's worse than that, Rami. I used Fangraph's handy splits leaderboard tool, and I, and I sorted by Twins catchers in the exact dates that Mitch Garver was on the injured list. You dug deep, my friend. You want to know what Twins catchers hit without without Barry Bonds, Please. without uh, Buster Posey plus power, Please. as a as, uh, month ago Derek was apparently <laughs> terming him? I like that, by the way. I might stick with it. It's a pretty good name. Twins catchers without Mike Piazza circa 2000. Yes. 295 average with a 353 on base and slugging 443. So even without the best hitter on the team, the supposed weakest offensive position in baseball, 
was an all-star caliber hitter. That is how you know that I, Derek Wetmore, was wrong and Rami Makhlouf indeed was right. Mm. Mm. That was tasty right there. That was a tasty little morsel you just got from Derek Wetmore. You can cut that sound. I'm just kidding. Manny, don't don't put that on the podcast. (laughs) Please. That's for the live audience only. That's an audiogram right there. (laughs) What they call an audiogram. You'll see, uh, you'll see that on Twitter later boy. and be able to uh, turn the sound up and hear it again on Twitter later at SKOR North is how you follow us across all your various social media platforms. It's our daily segment. Rami was right. Daily segment. <laughs> I, I guess I can't talk. I mean, I want to say it's ridiculous, but I seem to recall the sound from that quote is my voice pausing dramatically and saying ridiculous. <laughs> Wetmore, shut up sometimes, would you? So, the last uh, couple of minutes now of this show has gotten me uh, thinking about a certain movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, as Derek was giving Rami the praise, it just just had me uh, thinking about this. I'm stupid. You're smart. (laughs) I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek, but you know we should have made him say to. all of that. Should have should have had to have said all of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. but Derek's not the only good. one. It's all good. No, hey man, I earned it. Derek's not the only one. A lot of people thought that take was crazy. I got some hate for it, some heat for it on Twitter, and that's that's fine. That we're we, coming look, after you on the on the Twitter. We machine. have a job where we we give we give opinions, we speculate, we make predictions. Sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're wrong. And uh, I'll, I'll take the heat for him. It was a great and take for two reasons. Just give me give me the praise when I'm right. Too. That's all. Like well, Derek we just named a like segment after you for crying out loud. <laughs> what more do you want? You want a parade? I, I hate parades, so no. <laughs> <laughs> too many people. It's too crowded. I hate I, parades. Yuck. They're the worst. There are no roofs they over parades. I say that it's a great take for two reasons. One, of course, Jason Castro continued to hit like a madman. Williams asked to deal. And Castro held it down while Garver was gone. And two, you're telling me that that dude's ankle turned 90 degrees? It was gross. And a big boy, Shohei Otani, coming in with speed, really just looked like, not necessarily ended his season, but that looked damaging. Damage was done. And you're telling me that dude missed two weeks? And now he's catching a full game in the big leagues? And already back to swinging the bat. Like he didn't even miss a beat. I mean, we didn't see a third deck home run last night, but that's coming. That's coming. The Twins are off today, so we can't hit one today. Uh, That could be middle of this week against the Cleveland Indians. That third decker comes back. But Mitch Garver to come back after missing only 16 games is astounding. I I wouldn't have believed it if you told me at the time. Especially at that position. Right. If he was a first baseman and not to to demean what first baseman do, a lot more goes into it than you may think. But it does require less movement, less explosiveness, less less uh, squatting, directional moving. And, <laughs> I mean, but at, I mean, catcher is the toughest position, I would think, to come back from that injury. If you would have told me the swelling gone down in 16 days, I would have believed you. If you would have told me that he was walking around on his own power in 16 days, I would have believed you. Right. If you would have told me that the boot was off in 16 days, I'd have been like, OK, good for him. You would have told me that he was hitting off a tee in 16 days or little soft toss towel drills. I would have said, no, no, no. Sorry. 
Probably not. Right. That's being hopelessly optimistic, Rami. Now go back to the back of the Twins Bomba bus. You're drunk. (laughs) And here he was in the starting lineup, starting at catcher, squatting back behind the plate after a brief rehab appearance, hitting the ball hard again, leading off against a left-hander, as Mitch Garver is wont to do. Of course. Like, of course he's back after having missed only 16 games. And secondly, to your point of Rami is right, of course Twins catchers hit 295 with a 350 on base and power while he was gone. Of course they did. By the way, uh, speaking of guys coming back from injuries and the cavalry coming for an already very good offense, Nelson Cruz was uh, activated. It's official now, right? Mm-hmm. Activated from the IL. He is on the roster. Luis Arise, mm-hmm. who we found, I guess we found out the actual correct way to pronounce his name is Arise. People are saying Arias, Arias. It's Luis Arise goes back down to the minors after they're going to miss really him. Showed some skills when he was <laughs> up here, man. Miss him. I mean, Cruz got more pops. So you make that trade ten times out of ten, sure, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, for a, what, 22, 23-year-old kid coming up and showing off at the stick a little bit? That was I that thought, was an impressive debut. I thought maybe because of Garver coming back, and La Tortuga's not been swinging the bat great of late and has options left, I thought, and Arias has been so good, I thought there was a possibility that La Tortuga would be headed down to the minors when, when Nelson Cruz was activated. Oh, you're safe. You're yeah. safe. Well, for now. What happens if they have to make a 25-man Spot available for Craig Kimbrell, right? Or Dallas Keuchel. That won't be right away, so don't don't worry about it too much. But I think he's still a candidate. Those things always fix themselves. That's what we always say. But he would have to hit to make himself very very comfortable and very very safe for sure on that Twins roster. That's that's why he's here. He's not going to win a Gold Glove at any of the various positions he plays. You enjoy that versatility and and you're happy to have it. But at the end of the day, if he's not hitting. I don't know that you can how much how long you can justify the roster right. spot as the president of the La Tortuga fan club. That's right. As it, the man who recreated his sandwich and did him justice by it. If you so, go to scorenorth.com and check out the latest Rami. So recipes. not only are you the president, but you're also head chef exactly. and probably treasurer, given the fact that there's gotta be some money changing hands over the Tortuga sponsorship and all that. I'm sure. Do I don't know have, which. Has there been sponsorship? Oh, okay. I, I was kept know. out of the loop on this. Oh, okay. Well, then you're not the treasurer. <laughs> I think somebody owes me some money. Really irresponsible. <laughs> not only am I not the treasurer, I've been swindled. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to be the one to out them on the radio. I feel terrible now. No, but how ridiculous is it? I mean, you were reading the numbers of what catchers have done in Mitch Garver's absence, but. You were without the guy who was like the main cog in the middle of that lineup in Nelson Cruz, the guy who was supposed to be the one, the straw that stirs the drink, the one who makes things go. 7.33, three repeating, <laughs> runs per game Ooh. in the 16 that Mitch Garver missed. And a lot of those boys were without Nelson Cruz, too. So, yeah, I would say that the lineup is just fine minus those two big bats. If they come back and they're swinging it like they they were when they went down, this is a nightmare lineup to try to navigate through for the rest of the American League. Whether you're using openers, whether you got Justin Verlander, it's it's a difficult lineup to approach, a difficult lineup to attack, and we've seen it over the last month that it's a really, really difficult lineup to hold down over a stretch of time. I said it before those two guys went down, when this offense was kind of just starting to really heat up and open some eyes, and I, I think you can even more assuredly say it now that this is a lineup that goes 12 or 13 deep offensive and player position wise. That Rocco Baldelli 
can start on any given day and feel okay with his lineup one through nine. That that's a ridiculous luxury for a manager in Major League Baseball to have. To be able to go twelve or thirteen deep offensively and be confident in your lineup top to bottom is is not something a lot of MLB managers have at this point. You want the May stats before we get out of here? Yes. Got the twins team ranks in the majors. In the month of May. Home runs. I won't I won't give you any suspense here. Home runs first, fifty nine. Run scored first, hundred and ninety one. Strikeout percentage offensively, fourth. Only nineteen point four percent of the time do they go back to the dugout with their chin on their chest. Weighted on base average for the stats nerds out there like myself. They rank second as an offense at 366. And if you're not a Woba follower, just to put that offensive stat in context, the hitters who finished with the 366 Woba last year or right around it, Javi Baez, Jose Altuve, Charlie Blackman, Francisco Lindor. The Twins' entire offense as a whole for an entire month, May, was an all-star plus caliber hitter. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, you get okay. Good luck. Go get them. The Twins are coming to town. Look out, because that that offense, if that pace continues, I mean, they're going to set some records here. This is getting absurd. They just hit baseballs. Just hit bombas. That's what this baseball team. It's what this Twins baseball team does. It's why they're the Bombasota Twins from the land of ten thousand rakes. Pretty good. There's still another hour of Twins talk to come here. I am swapped out for Judd Zolgad. They are literally taking the wheel out of my hands and putting him in the driver's seat for hour two of the Score North first place Twins show on Score North on 1500, the Score North mobile app right after this. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A do operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.